sometimes you just need to touch grass, literally and figuratively. And we recommend you bring books. Tell the bibliologists at Tailored Book Recommendations about what you love and what you don't and what you want to read this summer on your outdoor adventures. You can get your recommendations via email or receive hardcovers in the mail. And TBR has plans for every budget. This summer, touch grass and bring books. You pack the bags, we pick the books. Visit mytbr.co to sign up today. It only takes a few minutes. That's mytbr.co. You are listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Patricia Elsie Tuttle, and I've read several books these past few days. This is episode number 300 and a half, and today I'm going to talk about a couple backlist titles that I'm excited to share with you. Hi, everyone. First, I want to give a big thank you to the listeners who have left a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help us so much, and we love reading them. If you're able to leave a review, we'd love to hear from you. Say what you want. Leave me song recommendations to parody. Tell me about a book you've read because you've heard it on this show. Tell me about your cats. Whatevs. It is a new month, and I like to try to set a goal or intention, and this month I'm going to work on better sleeping habits. No screens after 9 p.m. and respecting a bedtime. I've been staying up way late and like not even doing things I enjoy like reading. It's mostly just like scrolling Twitter and Instagram way too much. So March is for even more reading and possibly even sleeping. Unless I start lying to myself about turning the lights off after reading just one more chapter. But oh well, that's a problem for future Patricia. Present Patricia is going to talk about books. Before I get to my backlist book picks, let's hear from a sponsor. Sometimes you just need to touch grass, literally and figuratively, and we recommend you bring books. Tell the bibliologists at Tailored Book Recommendations about what you love and what you don't and what you want to read this summer on your outdoor adventures. You can get your recommendations via email or receive hardcovers in the mail, and TBR has plans for every budget. This summer, touch grass and bring books. You pack the bags, we pick the books. Visit mytbr.co to sign up today. It only takes a few minutes. That's mytbr.co. For my first pick, I have Hood Feminism, Notes from the Women That a Movement Forgot by Mickey Kendall. I know I talked about this book when it came out last year, but it is now, in my opinion, considered backlist and totally worth talking about again. Quick general content warning for anti-blackness, eating disorders, domestic violence. But the point of this book is that there are all kinds of hard things we must talk about when we talk about feminism. As the title notes, this collection of essays talks about how feminism has failed and is failing so many women who are not white, cisgender, able-bodied, affluent, and straight. This book is full of essays on many issues that are definitely feminist issues, but are rarely treated or considered as such. Such as an essay about how gun violence is a feminist issue. How the likelihood that domestic violence will end in homicide increases when there's a gun in the home. How gun violence is keeping girls from going to school. How gun violence affects mothers, wives, sisters of victims. How so many gun violence victims are women. 
Another issue discussed is hunger and food insecurity. In the U.S., it's often thought of as a feminist issue in other countries, not here at home, even though it is very much an issue here in the States. When work requirements to get food assistance are introduced, that's a feminist issue too. Because what if the home is a single mother and children? If she needs to work to get food assistance, where does the child care come from? What about paid maternity leave, which in the U.S. is an absolute joke? Other issues discussed that feminism should be focusing on because they are women's issues are poverty, eating disorders in the Black community, education access, housing access, colorism, maternal mortality, and so much more. A section I particularly appreciated is titled The Fetishization of Fierce. Everyone loves an unflappable Black woman or a sassy Latina woman, and everyone's all, yes, queen, and you go, girl. People are always impressed by our firm boundaries until we draw those boundaries with them, and then suddenly we're angry and toxic and aggressive and difficult. We are expected to both be strong, independent women who don't need everyone, and also be everyone's mammy, and it's exhausting. This essay alone is worth the price of admission. This is one of the most important books on feminism I've read in the past couple of years. If you consider yourself a feminist, you need to read this book. Again, it's Hood Feminism, Notes from the Women That a Movement Forgot by Mickey Kendall. For my next pick, I have Gender, a Graphic Guide by Meg John Barker, illustrated by Jules Scheel. I feel like I have had this book sitting on my shelf forever, and I'm so glad I finally read it. It's so great. It's around 170 pages, but it felt like it took me a really long time to read it because I swear I would read one or two pages and then need to have a 20-minute conversation with my wife, and then another couple of pages, and then I need to talk about it some more. It's a really information-heavy book, and I really like that. It makes sense that it's so meaty. It's a huge subject that entire graduate courses, academic programs, and careers can be made of, and also it's a subject to which we are all connected. Barker does such a phenomenal job of distilling the information down into concise sections that give you enough to have a general understanding and also, at least in my case, generate a whole lot to have a conversation about. So many definitions of terms in this book, including starting with what we mean when we use the word gender. Spoiler, it's a whole bunch of different things. And these things can change depending on geographic location, time in history, and culture. For those of us in the know, we also know that you cannot have a discussion of gender without also discussing patriarchy and white supremacy and capitalism and colonialism and everything else. This book makes it very clear, and it goes on just saying that we can't talk about gender without discussing these things, but it also explains why that is. There is so much about this book to love. The art is representative of a diverse range of people. There are a ton of pull quotes from scholars, celebrities, and activists that also make a way for readers to then explore topics on your own. There are also plenty of pop culture references to help give examples and context to a subject that can feel overwhelmingly academic. It can be such a complicated topic, and this book is a great, unintimidating way to dive in. It's Gender, a Graphic Guide by Meg John Barker, illustrated by Jules Scheel. That's it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you so much to our sponsor. A special thank you to my groovy audio editor, Jen Zink, and thank you for listening. For more recs or general bookishness, 
Check out bookriot.com and don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com backslash listen or just search Book Riot on your podcast player of choice. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com backslash all the books. Remember, if you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and you want to show us some love, please leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers find us. If you want to talk about books or nerdy stuff or check in on my shenanigans, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at The Infophile, as in the lover of information, spelled T-H-E-I-N-F-O-P-H-I-L-E. In the meantime, have a safe weekend, drink some water, and happy reading. Happy reading.